going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to talk with Spencer Marcoux over Zoom video. Spencer was born and raised in Los Angeles. He talks about how he got into music. He comes from a musical household. Spencer ended up getting caught up in the wrong crowds around between, I think, age 10 to 13, 14 years old. And he ended up being sent to this camp in the middle of Utah. Nothing around for hundreds of miles. And basically, he lived there for a year with no phone, no music, no uh, internet access, TV, bathrooms, beds. And he did that for an entire year. When he got home, he started writing and recording hundreds and hundreds of demos. We talked all about his brand new record, which is called Homemade. He's released one song off the record so far. It's called Damage All My Goods. The music video features his uncle, who's a very famous actor, Ray Wise. You've probably seen him in Twin Peaks and 24 and Robocop and Jeepers Creepers. And he's also in Fresh Off the Boat, which is my favorite role. He plays the neighbor. But the music video is amazing. It's doing very well. Definitely check that out. And you can check out the interview with Spencer and myself on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. Love it if you subscribe to our channel. It'd be awesome if you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok as well, at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're an Amazon shopper, a portion of your everyday purchases will help support our podcast with just a few clicks. It's super easy. Please head over to our website, bringingitbackwards.com, and click on Amazon each time you begin your purchases. Those few extra clicks will help keep our mission of providing a platform for both legendary and rising artists to tell their personal stories on how they achieve stardom so that all artists and music enthusiasts have access to meaningful and memorable advice that will help inspire their own musical journeys. To recap, please head over to bringingitbackwards.com and click on Amazon before you make each and every purchase because a portion of that purchase will add up in a big way to help support our mission. Thank you so much. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Spencer Marcoux. Awesome, awesome, man. Well, uh, this podcast is about you and your journey in music and how you got to where you are now. Thank you so much for uh, giving me the opportunity to do the podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Of course. I'm excited to hear your story. Um, well, why don't you tell me first, where were you born and raised? Um, I was, uh, once, I'm just going to give you a score. I was uh, born and raised in uh, Los Angeles. Okay. And um, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm from San Diego, so I, I know Southern California very well, but I was just curious, to, what was it like growing up in L.A.? Well, it's very fast, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, my father, uh, well, my father was in the L.A. Business, music business mm -hmm. before he sort of took off when I was, when I was younger. Um, a little kid but um and i sort of got exposed to a lot of <clears throat> you know uh wine women in song i guess is what shakespeare would say mm -hmm. <laughs> you know sure. what i mean yeah oh, yeah birth to s stroke sd and rock and roll you know yeah just, you know uh, it, it was just too it was too much and uh it was quick but uh 
there's a lot of learning and experiences from it. So I don't regret anything from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you get into music? Was it through your father or no? Um, it was kind of through everything. I mean, okay. my dad did it and he uh, got an Academy Award for writing a song for Dirty Dancing, the Time of My Life song. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom, my mom's family all sang and played guitar. My grandpa sang, played guitar. So <clears throat> I kind of just, uh, I don't know, he would just point out chords to me on the uh on the radio beatles songs we love the beatles and all that and uh i just picked up the sounds of the chords and i was able to uh just take it from there i guess you know how old were you when you started playing guitar i don't remember Uh, okay (laughs) i don't remember man uh i mean i I fiddling with it like before even playing a chord maybe six or seven but um like actually like writing something or like playing a chord like an e and a g and an a were my first chords mm-hmm. i did like the or it's like so it's kind of like uh it's like uh if you're playing a guitar it's like fourth fret on this on the low on the e string the high e string and then like one three or so or two three or something i don't know something like that but it's like in e g a and it like harmonizes and i just thought that was really cool and then uh and then uh from there i just kind of uh yeah i just kind of kept on going with it i, I played a bunch of i you know i uh, i got into a lot of Jimi hendrix i got into a lot of uh obviously the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, Leonard Cohen, and Bob Dylan, and uh, a lot of classic rock, a lot of the cliche people. Uh, I, but I also, you know, Neil Young and uh, Simon Garfunkel and stuff like singer-songwriters, classic rock, punk rock, indie rock. Uh, hip. I, even, I like hip-hop. I, I like everything, man. Blues, jazz, everything. I mean, my first track off my record, Leave It Alone, is uh not the first release but the first uh track song on the album yeah yeah uh i was listening to junior kimbro and it was the first time and he's i think the song is called you better leave better leave her alone or something like that and it's the first time i ever heard blues double time i don't know if you know if that i don't know if you know what that means but i know what double time is i'm trying to think in my head together like blues and double time if he's like playing you know like something like this like right and just mm-hmm. like normal blues he'd go like okay instead of opposed to boom instead of that mm-hmm. so and then i got the idea of you know where is it i don't even remember my own song yeah anyway <laughs> the guitar this guitar is too small but uh yeah that's you know i mean it's interesting because i i listen to a lot of music so um 
Yeah, that's that was the first time I heard double time blues and that mm-hmm. from from that guy and it really uh like blew me away because it was almost like a reawakening for like or almost like a re uh experience, I guess you would call it of um like feeling rock and roll again. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense? Because yeah. you know, blues, rock and roll, pop, they all kind of sure. came out you know, at the same, in the, you know, 50s, 60s. And I consider things from the 40s or 30s or sometimes, you know, I, I consider Beethoven rock and roll sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, his, his ninth symphony and all that, but, uh, you know, uh, or that one, that I think the seventh symphony where it's just re- that repeating just chorus almost and just keeps building. But, um, but yeah, man, um, sorry. I'm just, All good. Yeah. So that's kind of where it, it became an interest of yours and you were playing rock and right. So to answer your question, uh, I went, so I grew up in LA Mm -hmm. first, first seven years of my life was great. I had a typical great family. My dad was an Academy award winning songwriter and my mother was an entertainment lawyer. Wow. They were a power team, power couple. And then it all, got shot to hell okay real quick I, I, before we get this is super fascinating i'm really excited to hear the story but i'm very curious were you how were you born yet when that song came out and when he yeah. won all those awards oh, okay 98 so I mean, you weren't it's nothing that you yeah you were it wasn't something that you were like a kid and like we're at the orchard okay got it 88, 88. it was in okay. 1988 um but <clears throat> anyway i was uh yeah, everything was great and then my mom and dad just fought a lot and then had a terrible divorce. And my dad just took off with a new family. But wow. um, then what happened was, is like, because his sort of behavior rubbed off on me a little bit, mm-hmm. I kind of, uh, you know, the whole rock and roll, like, I got an Academy Award. Like, I, I hang out with cool people. Johnny Depp touched my thing. My man. <laughs> You know, whatever. And it's just so douchey and, and, and all that. But um, he uh, You're wrapped up in, I would imagine. Right. Uh, you know, not I mean, as a as a child, I don't even remember. But I just was like, OK, dad, you know, cool. That's my dad. But, at, uh-huh. you know, but then at, when he left, you know, it's like. I could give a, I could give a, I could give a crap. Right. About it. But but uh, but yeah, after after he left um it sort of rubbed off on me and uh i i, I kind of fell into that lifestyle so my father kind of uh pushed me pushed me into that a little bit and uh you know it it, it it's i'm still i'm still paying for it i mean I, i'm you know i'm healthy and mm-hmm. you know uh doing good and everything and i'm stronger than ever i've ever been everything but and and so um for a couple of years from like seven to about you know 13 14 i was hanging out with older kids in la and you know that makes you popular and then you know everybody wants it then there's you know, bad kid, you know, the bad, right. There's a lot of bad influences, of course. Like you just kind of got yourself caught up in some 
crashed yeah. car. I crashed cars when I oh, didn't even have a license. You know, I, uh, you know, I took, you know, pills that I didn't think I, I, I didn't even know what it was and I have no idea how I survived. Um, but, uh, I'm very thankful and grateful. And then after that, my mom immediately, that was like a vacation that I went on with my father after I, I hadn't seen him in a while. And, uh, I went to, uh, visit my grandfather on his side and he was passing away from and all that. And so I, I guess I was kind of sad in retrospect. And so I didn't know, mm -hmm. like my dad took all this stuff and like, that's what made him feel better. I noticed that like he would take all this stuff, mm -hmm. you know, if you, you know what I mean? And yeah, uh, sure. he, he would just lay there and it seemed to put his problems away. And so that kind of always uh, haunted me. Um, not, I mean, it, it, yeah, haunted me. And then, and so uh, I, uh, and then, so then my mom, you know, I, I, I was around 13. Then my mom came and picked me up at the airport and sent me to the desert at this, this wilderness in the wilderness. It's, it's a wilderness program where you live in a year, you get taken out of everything, your home, your family, you can't talk, no phone, nothing. You have to dig a hole to, to uh, that's my song. Home is about scratching dirt for days. When can I go home? They won't say, you know, Mm -hmm. I can make it better. I'm praying, you know, I'm begging to write my letters, but you know, it's like, it's something that you just got to face and you just got to, you just wow. got to go through it, you know? Oh my and, gosh. Uh, so you were I there for to, a like, year? You were like living in the, what, in the wilderness? I was living in the middle of Utah for 200 miles away from every city in every direction. No bathrooms, no bedrooms. You had to set up a tent. You had to carry a 60 pound bag backpack every day we woke up we had a hike we had to talk about our feelings with uh, six other delinquent kids you know who you know have a whole bunch of stuff going on with them you know mm -hmm. and uh you know and uh so yeah but you know i in retrospect it, it was a beautiful experience and i learned a lot from it i learned a lot of insight into uh my intuition i guess mm -hmm. and in my emotions and my feelings. And then when I sort of got back I, and I learned how to make fire with wood and all that. So I could eat bean, you know, I could eat my food uh, warm and all that. And then if I, I was able to finally get access again, after a really long time, like it was a year might not seem like a lot for most people, but a it's year a, away, long time. <laughs> a, a, a year away from your family, your friends, your mother, your father, your sister, your, your cousins, you're a year away from music, a year away from computers, iPhones, a year away from toilets and beds, a year away from everything, man. And so, um, uh, that definitely, uh, that definitely like flushed everything out. And then mm -hmm. what happened was, is I got home and I, listen to the Beatles and Elliot Smith and, uh, and James Taylor and, uh, uh, you know, all my fit, Jeff Buckley, Nick Drake. And, uh, it just like, I just kept hearing in my head, like, hey, I really think, I, I think I could do this. I think I, 
I really, I think, I really think I could do this. Yeah. Not, not because of my dad or anything. Mm-hmm. I just, I just thought, I just had a little voice saying like, I really think I could do this. I don't know why. I don't know why. And, uh, and then I wrote like a hundred demos that in 2009 and then like, wow. two, you know, 175 in 2010. And then, you know, just more, another hundred, hundred, hundred. Were you showing these demos to anyone or you were just writing them and you had them like on a hard drive? Oh yeah. I showed them, I showed them to, to my mom and my, and my sister and, and my stepdad, you know? Uh-huh. Um, um, so yeah, I had a lot of positive feedback. I remember when I wrote a lot of the songs and I should, I remember every time I wrote this, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to write a song and not show it to anybody. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just fine. Well, I didn't know if it was going to be something personal because some people yeah. write, especially in the beginning, they don't want, they're nervous or don't want to show anybody yet or you, you know what I mean? No, 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 not for me. When I'm really excited about something, to me, it's it's not, uh, it's not like I'm going to do E, A and D and I'm going to sing about a girl. You know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just like... And I'm just going to find uh, and it's just all going to be gibberish and I'm going to sing words and all. And then in a moment, it all just something will get captured. You know what I mean? The words, the melody and the chords will all just come together like magic. And then you just and then I'm just so excited and I'm like, oh, my God. And then you and then you just. Put it down and then you finish it off and that's where that it's funny why they call it songwriting because it's really like it's not it's not really songwriting i mean you actually it's like writing after the song sorry it's right like, you know but um it's like just song discovering or something you know i don't mm-hmm. know um i mean that's how it is for me i'm not i'm not i'm not theory based at all i don't know how to read music or uh write music or anything. I mean I don't know how to write music but I don't know how to read music or anything like that I just <clears throat> listen to millions of my favorite songs millions of times and mm-hmm. made millions of my own songs I guess wow that I like some so, of them I like I really like you know? so once you I mean it sounds like you're you're writing a ton of songs I mean and that was what about 10 years ago what how did your career kind of progress or were you playing out around LA? So, yeah, yeah. So I, I was developing my voice and my songs and my, <clears throat> I don't, I don't like the word developing voice. I like the, or, or songs or production. I think, I think production, none of those words suffice. I think, I think it's really bringing it up, as you said, playing out. Um, mm-hmm. That makes, it's like a, a cheat code to like get better at everything times a thousand. So um, once I started playing out when I was 20, so that was about eight years ago. Um, and I was 50. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I started playing out when I was 20 and I played 50, 60 some shows or whatever and around then and then uh played i played the bike room a couple times the whiskey great show full house some band that was big was playing and i opened up for them and it was really awesome i was like crazy Mm -hmm. 
got the footage for it releasing soon but uh uh yeah i <clears throat> what was your question it was uh yeah so yeah i just uh just like how to like did you back when you got home and you had hundreds of songs and it sounds like when you got back from utah you started writing yeah, you know, so yeah. i got back from utah i yeah. had hundreds of songs that needed to come out is the right. way i would put it you know and you started uh, thousands, demoing thousands, those thousands of songs maybe you know um I, and uh I, I i i was i've been doing those and I, I still i still write every day um still sing every day and play guitar every day piano i, I play piano actually mostly every, most mostly every day actually now which is weird i love <laughs> it well um, but um but yeah so i i played shows and um i was in a couple of i i, start, I tried to start a couple of bands nothing ever held and um i just had to always do it myself you know i always had to produce it myself because i nobody i couldn't find anybody or that wanted to mesh with me i guess mm -hmm. I, that that i meshed with mm -hmm. and um so i produced everything and i had to write everything and i had to uh you know engineer it and do it myself Except I got a lot of really, sorry, I got a lot of really good help from, um, from Kenny Aronoff uh, on drums, which was really amazing. I, he's been a good friend of mine. He's a really nice guy. One of the best drummers in the world. Perfect, <clears throat> perfect for what I do. And uh, he, uh, yeah, he, he's, he played on my record and, uh, and then I got, I, emailed adam casper who worked on uh foo fighters it's a funny story and uh you know when i was making my record a couple of years ago um mm -hmm. uh finally uh i think it was 28 2017 18 i can't remember but anyway um and i emailed him like five times and his manager kept saying he's too busy he's too busy he's too busy and then finally he got back to me. He's like, Oh my God, dude, like, this is amazing. Like, oh, dude, let's do this. This is a hit, man. And I was like, really? And I was like, let's do it, man. And, and, we, and we became really good friends and we have like a hundred emails and, you know, I still try to text him sometimes and be like, do you think we could maybe like, you know, try to like, lower the harmonies a little bit over there right or raise them right <laughs> and he's just like dude come on it's it's good it's good enough now it's good enough <laughs> so, so he helped record the record that that's coming out yeah yeah so he 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 uh he he essentially what he did because the, the record's called homemade mm -hmm. i thought that would be uh a good title for many reasons for my circumstances and um, half, you know, half the record is demos and half the record is in, in professional studios, you know, with, mm -hmm. with uh, some producers that I, that I won't mention because um, uh, I'll just leave it at that, but, okay. but they're, but they're okay. Um, and I only worked with, with, with them for a day or, you know, that was it. Mm -hmm. And uh uh, but, uh, 
I worked on the record for about eight months or a year, a year and a half by myself in a studio. And I went from a couple different studios, but, but Kenny came in first and, and we did the basic tracks there at, at the, he knocked out in a couple of days. He's a great drummer. And then, so then Adam took the, um, the, uh, the tracks, mm-hmm. you know, all the, the, all the guitar tracks, essentially I produced it and then he took it and, and he mixed it. And, and in a, in a sense, I, I want to give him like credit for this. Like in a sense, he kind of did co-produce like, because he gave me a lot of advice and, you know, he took the liberty to like, like he added a string part because one of the songs really moved him. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of his hair, because of his wife's heritage, uh, you know, it's stuff like that. And, and um, is so like, he, he was, he's such a, he, he's a really good, he's, you know, I wouldn't want to work with anybody else to be honest. That's and so, cool. yeah, that he, so he, he, he mixed it and then he uh, sent it over to the Lurson mastering guys who, uh, to master it. And uh, yeah. Oh, amazing. When did you start writing the record? Ooh, recording it or writing it? When, it was- like writing it. Cause, cause it's like, it sounds like you had a bunch of songs and then would you have to kind of like, pick and choose between these hundreds of songs that you wrote or did you have the songs for the record and you knew that like okay these this batch of songs is definitely going to be the album so i wrote some of the songs i wrote when i was 15 some of the songs i wrote when i was 20 some of the songs i wrote when i was 17 oh wow! and then this has been a work in progress for a while i just picked all the songs that i felt were a menagerie of a good representation of all the different types of rock and roll that I want to capture for the first record, because it's homemade. That's what it's called. And, uh, and I want it to just be rock and roll, you know, no bull, no, no, no bull to it. And, uh, and, uh, just, just, uh, yeah, I, there's no cussing on it. I just, I, I, I'm not, I just, yeah. Oh, wow. Is that a, was that a personal choice that you just didn't want to have cuss words on the record? I don't feel it's necessary. I, I just didn't feel it was necessary. I think that's I actually, cool. I, I just didn't feel it was necessary. I mean, there was a song where I kind of slurred a word between me and you, but um, <laughs> uh, it's not even a real word. I think I might have said shitty, but I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. But let's just forget about that. I might have said something else. Okay. What was it like? So you said some of those songs were recorded by yourself and some of them were done in a professional studio. What was the difference? And, and well, were you, did, how'd you choose it, what songs you were going to go with the, the studio? They, they were all recorded in professional studios. I just took a lot of, I just took like maybe 20%, 50, 30 to 40%. Maybe, I don't know. I can't tell you the percent, but I, I just mm-hmm. took a lot. When I was done recording in the studio, I went back to the demos and I missed a lot of things because when you write a song, the, uh, you know, the, the, 
you know, when you first write a song, you have all the best ideas, in my, in my opinion, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, all the good stuff comes out and you know where it's at and you're in it, you know, like, and so I, um, I uh, went back to the demos and I listened to them and, um, and I, uh, I realized that uh, I've wanted to put some uh, little guitar parts in there and some vocal parts that I performed better when I was 16 than 22. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but just felt better. Mm-hmm. On, a, on a $300 mic as opposed to a $5,000 mic or $12,000 <laughs> mic, you know? Right, right. So. That's right on. And you put the first song you put out from the record is called Damaged All My Goods? Yeah, that's the first song. Tell me about the that song. Why'd you choose that one? I chose that song because... Um, it's interesting because a lot of I'm um well I'll just answer your question. Um to me it's a yeah I thought it was a very ironic funny fun song and I thought it was a uh if you strip it down to just it's just it's just like simple pop chords and but like with twists you know Oh, sorry. What is it? Oh, yeah. You know, so it's like Mm -hmm. those little two chords. You know, everybody knows. Everybody knows that, mm-hmm. but nobody knows. And then, and then going to the to the uh, middle eight, you know. And I, I have to tune in. Or I don't know how I did it. It's been so long since I played guitar. What is it? <laughs> I'm gonna go back up. Those chords, mm-hmm. those are new, you know. I love the smile it. in others' eyes, light between the sky. Now it's gone. I shit. What the? F- <laughs> it's, see, it's a new, new fucking chords that I don't even know my own self. I damage all my good something. I don't know. It's got a. It's fuck. I, I do it in drop C. It's okay. Insane. It's got a funky yeah. tuning. <laughs> I haven't Understandable. Guitar, but, um, that's right. Anyway, but it sounded great to me. 
it's uh it, i just liked i just liked all the uh you know Damaged all my good. Damage all my uh, yeah, whatever. I love but, it. Uh, those last two chords I just keep forgetting. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> it's all good. I wrote it, but I, you know, it's on the record. Yeah, and it's like you've pro- I mean, how many songs you probably wrote thousands of songs. It's like how do you yeah. Totally but understandable. I played that one about thousand times so okay i, mean, I should know better but it's been we put you I on the spot swear, i swear to god it's been <laughs> it's been a year since i've uh played guitar so it's just I, all been uh, piano it's all been piano man wow when'd you get the interest I, in I piano or have you, you played it I, forever i could walk to my studio right now and i could play you like every beatles song on piano lady madonna wow. i play all my songs that's yeah, amazing Martha, my dear, dun, 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 dun. but it's just like you know, guitar. It's, you know, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I just I've had enough. I, I played it my whole life. You know, it's like, and I played piano too. But I just, you know, guitar was, you know, very easy. I guess Wolf easier to carry it around with you. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the right, right, right word. There you go. Um, and tell me about the video. You got to, you know pretty big actor in the video i know he's related to you as well um so yeah um so yeah i mean the video and the song i i i uh, i I chose that song in the video because uh you know um i really felt like it was to me it's ironic like damaged all my goods it's not even correct english you know what i mean (laughs) Mm mm-hmm and I want I want people to kind of understand the catharsis in it, where um, it's like a journey. Like at the beginning, what am I doing to myself? You know, I want to get back to this place where I saw the smile in others' eyes, the light between the skies. Where did it go? It's gone. Blah blah. blah. And then I guess it was just too much, too young, just like we were talking about, you know, mm-hmm. my life. It's, I'm just pulling stuff straight out of my life, you know, so it's so I don't have to lie about anything, you know, so it's all. It's, it's really all honest. I mean, when you were telling me when you're reciting lyrics earlier, it was like identical to what you had previously, you know, said about the but experience you had. And I didn't damage all my goods. That's the ironic. That's the funny thing about it, because, you know, in the in the middle eight, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, everything is melting on my ears. The freak out moment, you know, it's like in the, in the movie, you know, the middle eight, you know, we go left field and you freak out. Everything's melting out my ears. All the things I love. Now I fear, I guess I really messed up. I almost lost my mind, you know, mm-hmm. a mess. I can't refrain. I know I've, and then I just stopped speaking right there because people are going to suspect me to say try or lie or die or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't say a word because I shut up and I was like, wait a minute, I'm wrong. 
And then I go into a guitar solo that kind of, I let the guitar kind of do a, a, a melodic sort of solo to kind of express with the bass line, um, harmonizing with it, a, uh, the message where I wanted to go. And then at the end, it just sounds like a happy pop song. I damaged all my goods. I damaged all my goods. I damaged all my goods over and over and over again. You know, and it's just like, well, it doesn't sound like it to me. It's just funny. And it's just like you didn't, man. You figured it out. You went mm -hmm. through it and you got out of it and you made it. And you're stronger, better, cooler. It's all good. Mm -hmm. You know, and you got a good song out of it, you know. Mm -hmm. I love it. You know, I, I mean, I, enjoy, I, I, I enjoyed writing it. Um, I, I enjoyed listening to it for the first three months and, uh, yeah. And then the video, uh, I got my uncle, uh, Ray Wise, who's, a an amazing uncle. I mean, he's, he's, it's, it's not, there was no nepotism in his blood. There's no nepotism in his blood. Mm -hmm. Um, he is a, uh, through and through good man uh, a good human being and uh, he's always been supportive of me and he's always been honest with me and uh, I really look up to him and uh, he uh, it was on my birthday too which was really cool I shot my video oh and, awesome and um, by the beach I love the beach so we went to a carnival and, you know, and that's the whole thing is the vibe is like there was a mirror maze, a carnival, mm -hmm. a pier, a mm -hmm. roller coaster rides. He's the ticket guy. Who is he? <laughs> you know, is he really, is he like a deep, is he like, is he like uh, some sort of bad guy or really a good guy? That's just like messing with you. You know, you can't. Mm -hmm. really, uh, I asked him to do that. I played him my record when it was finished and that was his favorite song. And so, uh, I, you know, that worked out great. So, um, he, uh, so yeah, I mean, it was really fun. It was easy. It, uh, you know, I had, it, it was just easy and fun, man. I mean, there's, it, it was just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I got, I, I I had a lot of really big ideas and uh, the ideas came across just fine how they were mm -hmm. big or small, whatever they are, mm -hmm. you know, sure. yeah, you know, I'm happy, you know, they, they turned out better than if they were big or small, I, if that makes any sense. I don't know. If that makes yeah, sense. yeah. No, it, and it's, it's a, like, it's, People I are want receiving to shoot it well. with a crane and do a right, cool right. thing. And, <laughs> but then right. it turned out to be this like indie kind of like rock and roll homemade and it fit, fit with my record and my uncle was there and it had my dog and it had the honesty of the song. And I was looking at my uncle to kind of like see how professional of an actor he is. Because personally, I think he's, uh, I'm, I'm maybe biased, but I think he's I, I think he's amazing. Oh, he's an incredible actor. I I mean, he's in so many cool things. Obviously, Twin Peaks and he's Jeepers Creepers and stuff. But his role, I love in, Jeepers Creepers. 
His role in Fresh Off the Boat is like my favorite one he has. He's so good in that show as and the he's neighbor. Been, he's been working in the in the movie in the industry for uh, a lot of years now. You know, decades, man. I yeah. mean, you know, so that's really cool. It was it was really cool to just like because you hear a lot of stories about people, and he's my uncle, so it's not like you know, it's his family. It's not right. Mm-hmm. but he's still an actor you know but and there were other there was a director there you know um making sure to to film everything and uh some clowns and stuff but uh art mimes um <clears throat> and uh it was just interesting because he just did exactly what he did and then mm-hmm. and, and then i just it just I didn't have any que- I didn't have any questions because I was like, okay, if he's doing exactly what he feels to be is what's right, then it's probably right. <laughs> that's what I should be doing. He's my uncle. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's and so it worked out. So I'm like sitting there at the balcony singing at the moon, and I'm just like thinking too, I guess it's just too much too young. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, okay. I'm really feeling this because this actually happened and I love the beach and I can't, and I proud of this, of what I wrote down and uh, I'm able to sing this uh, to the moon, you know, with my dog, you know, love it. Mm-hmm. the universe, whatever. And the record is coming out in March. Records coming out on March uh, 25th. Wow. And are you going to do like a release show for it? Or do you have any other singles you're going to put out prior to the record coming out? Uh, yeah, 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 man. I'm going to do a lot of stuff. I'm going to do a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm not, not a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that's going to like throw you my thousands of, of songs up every day. That's why I, you know, didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Take a sip of water real quick. Awesome. So, um, Some more stuff coming out before, so the, yeah, before the so big release. There's going to be three other singles, and um, I'm going to be releasing acoustic stuff, acoustic performances. I'm going to be releasing... Um, live performances that were mixed and mastered you know by adam and the lurson mm-hmm. guys again so it sounds just like the record if not better same amp same settings awesome know. and he's playing it's a great show i got like forty thousand followers overnight on instagram from that thing really even, yeah, it was insane from what show tell me about this homemade live it's, it's oh, just really? like it's, it's like my record cut in half and then uh-huh. i just Played it with Kenny and, uh, you know, just had my friend from high school uh, play bass and sing backup. And how did, how did these people find the, like, find you when you were doing it? Like, tell me the backstory to that. Well, That's I mean, I had like, I had like 19K for like, I had like 19K for a while. I mean, that's a lot of followers still. And that was from playing out and from just meeting people and stuff like that and just uh-huh. honestly i don't know what it is but 
if I just post a photo of myself, people seem to care more. But if I post anything else, they don't give a shit. But that's Instagram. It's about photos. Um, um, but uh, that's why I'm glad the music videos doing doing so well oh, it's crushing it. I mean, it has over 130,000 plays i watched it earlier i think it's at 150 is it now. i'd have to go double check i watched it earlier i thought it was 130 maybe it's more maybe i missed up but uh it's got a lot of plays well over 100k so that's amazing yeah man in in two weeks let me see Oh, it's 170 now. Damn, dude. Maybe it went up another 20 since I watched it. Yeah, since, yeah I'm telling you, man. It's, it's like it's multiplying. I, I did the math on it. My cousin, uh, my my uncle, my uncle Ray's son is, is he's uh, got like a special gift where he can like roll his eyes in the back of his head. and He can kind of like what's a million times, a billion times divided by six and seven and all that stuff. Oh, he can he, like, yeah, he figure it out right away. Just like in a second. Wow. Yeah. He, he Computers are like, I mean, math is like, it's a computer for him. That's cool. It's, it's easy. It's really cool. And so I, I, I sort of like, I'm not nowhere near as good as him, but I, I, I saw what he kind of does. And like, I just, and I researched it, you know, I just, in the analytics, I look at it, you know, it's like you reach like 895,000 people or whatever in seven days or something like that. And it shows you like the percentage of what it will be, what it, what it, how it will increase mm -hmm. each day since the first day. And then when it decreases, it's really, it's, it's, I'm, I'm into my, I, I kind of like that. I, mm -hmm. I, I like philosophy. I like science. I like, I'm, I'm, I'm a really big geek. You know, I love, I love reading. Did you, did you have a degree in philosophy or something like that? No, 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 okay. no, no, just no, no. I just, I just love Marcus Aurelius, Epictetus and uh, Seneca, Heraclitus, the mm -hmm. Greeks, the Romans, a lot of, a lot of Western philosophy. Eastern philosophy as well, too. Uh, all, those are all my favorite philosophy books right there. Oh, cool. Carl Sagan. I'm really into physics a lot, you know, mm -hmm. cosmology. I, I love, I love just like distorted. I mean, I don't know if I should, but, it, you know, distorted, distorted space time. Mm -hmm. like black holes and wormholes and stuff like that. I just find it really, really, really fascinating. Sure. That's awesome. Very cool. Well, Spencer, thank you so much, man, for chatting with me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. I, I, I hope, uh, I hope I uh, did a good, uh, you did a fantastic job, man. It's all about you, your story. We learned all about it. I love the new record. Um, actually I had a chance to hear the whole thing. So I, I think it's amazing. I've, I got lucky enough to hear the whole record. So you did. Yeah. I, I, I love it, man. I was listening to it yesterday and today. So, um, some, somebody from your camp sent it to me. <laughs> it's awesome, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So really I can't wait to see it. what, what the next few singles are and, uh, to wa watch it grow. I mean, it's already doing amazing. So what do you, what cool, do you man. think, man? Do you, do you have any feedback? Like which, which tracks you really liked? Um, I'd have, to, I'd have to look at the track listing. 
I mean, was it, numbers. Was uh, it stuck out at all? Any, yeah, let me find. Let me go back to where I was. I I was listening to it earlier. Um, which one was it? I think three or four. We'll see. I like that one. Oh man, that's my mom's favorite. Is it really? It's the third song. I remember being the third song on the record. I'm bad with names, dude. All, it always comes down to like what number track. And it's always been my life like, oh, it's number three on the CD or number, you know what I mean? I don't really, the titles for me, I'm, I'm, I'm bad with remembering them, but that's the one that really stuck out to me. I like the whole record. I have to like really spend a little bit more time with it, hearing it all the way through to give a, a better opinion. But like off the top of my head, I remember that one being like my favorite song on the record. Great man, that's 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 really good to hear because it's my mom's favorite song. That's Her cool, one, you know, and she's really pushing for that. Oh, really? As a single? As as one of the singles, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Well, I really, yeah. So I'd vote that. on that one as well. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank yeah. You. Yeah, sure, man. Well, uh, I have one more quick question for you. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Advice? Uh, well, I mean, I don't, uh, I uh, feel flattered that you'd ask, um, mm -hmm. but uh, I would just say that um, I think that what the world needs right now is for people to be honest and open in music and to do you and to not listen to anybody else and to just uh, let it all out there and, uh, and, and be authentic to yourself and, and tell your story and uh, don't let anybody stop you. Don't give up. Give your music a chance and uh, I hope that uh, one day there's many artists that are way better than I am. <laughs>